Hi there! Welcome to the EMDEQ Power Podcast. This is your host, Rika Mansing, registered dietitian, author, and certified NLP master practitioner from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Thank you for tuning in. Listeners, consider this episode 21 of season 2 a chapter of your book and get ready to sit back, relax and read between the lines. You're going to love this episode because I am going to take you on an epic journey featuring an array of inspiring creative minds, empowered authors from different parts of the world to celebrate World Book Day in Canada which falls on April 23rd. World Book Day raises the awareness and benefits of reading. Whether fictional or non-fictional, books are definitely worth celebrating, as they are immensely powerful, imparting knowledge and great value to readers. World Book Day also aims to encourage people of all ages to immerse themselves in words, open the window to another world, and just keep reading. When I was going through my most difficult times, I would read many books, listen to audiobooks galore, and flood my mind with podcasts. What pushed me to rise was something an author would say, or a quote that they would recite. Words are so powerful. Words have energy. Just one line an author would say would trigger a pivotal shift, moving my mind to get empowered to reach my highest potential. Words have the power to motivate us and help us live with more intention. This episode is meant to do exactly that. Motivate, empower, and inspire others to create, keep writing, and keep reading. The more we read, the more we learn. And every day should be a learning day. When we apply our knowledge, now that's where the magic is. Nothing can change your life faster than building new skills, transferring them to other aspects of your life and improving them. Life can have its ups and downs, gains and losses, but with skills, there are only gains. The skills we learn remain intact, giving us that edge with more flexibility and making us more adaptable to change. In my book, The Empowered Mind Diet Equation, I mention how learning boosts neurogenesis. Yes, we build new brain cells and build cognitive reserve by reading and learning, making us more resilient to bounce back faster from obstacles or when exposed to substances like alcohol or toxins from the environment. Reading and learning are fantastic and promote good mental health. They help alleviate anxiety and replace those harmful inner monologues when we fall prey to the survival mode, negativity bias of the brain. On a positive note, reading and healthy eating for the mind also decreases the risk of Alzheimer's disease and dementia, reduces stress and improves memory, focus, concentration and sleep. When we read, we gain different perspectives of the world. It allows you to experience empathy with people different from you, making you more open-minded. I am so honored to be sharing this platform with amazing authors who demonstrate exactly that. Each author is so unique with another superpower of individuality as they share their inspiring journeys and stories. Completing a book requires time, dedication, and brain power. Did you know that 97% of people who start writing a book never finish it? That's a pretty staggering statistic. 
I have asked our authors to introduce themselves, highlight one of their books and their intention behind writing it. And as authors, we often hit a roadblock when writer's block kicks in. So I've asked them for their tips or strategies to navigate around writer's block and get back into the flow lane. There's that statistic again. Out of every thousand people that start writing a book, only 30 authors complete the task. So I've asked for their motivation or inspiration to keep that drive and dedication going, to persevere and accomplish publishing their book. And lastly, my favorite, their favorite quote. With a learning mindset, we can learn from absolutely everyone. So listeners, are you ready? Let's turn this page and welcome our incredible authors. Hi, my name is Mark Griffin. Um, I live in London in the UK and I have four books published with HarperCollins in Germany and European countries and by Piatka's Publishing and Little Brown Publishing uh, in English-speaking countries across the world. When Darkness Calls is the first book in the series featuring criminal psychologist Holly Wakefield, who is brought in by the Metropolitan Police to help catch a serial killer in London. There is a continuous fight of good versus evil in life, and I think that's why I enjoy writing thrillers because we see that battle play out and we want to see the bad guys get caught. And with the Holly Wakefield series, you have a female psychologist who is brought in by the police to catch serial killers. Um, and I want readers to see how she works to catch them, how her mind breaks them down and she works out what they do next what they might do next, who they might kill. And I think it's a fascinating process to try and track down a serial killer. And that's what the books are about. I never generally get stuck on writing. I, I'm tending to work on three or four different novels at the same time, plus three or four screenplays at least. So if, I, if I'm working on one novel in particular, which I generally concentrate on for a certain period of time, if for whatever reason... I just can't get going there. I reread what I've written. I read the chapters beforehand and get back into the characters, get back into the situations. And normally that helps. Normally that just starts me writing again and following on. Or I'll see something in a chapter I've written before and I'll maybe write something off in a different tangent. Um, but that's normally what gets me going again. I've been writing for over 40 years um, and I think I was incredibly lucky in the sense that the reason I finished my first book was I had been shortlisted in a competition for Random House Publishing um, over in the UK. And I had an agent who had read the first 5,000 words and wanted to read the rest of the book, thinking um, he could probably get me a publishing deal. So that was my motivation, which is quite a good motivation. My favourite quote is by Sylvia Plath. What I want back is what I was. And I think if you just look at a photo of yourself when you're a kid, you'll understand what that means. Is the innocence of your eyes, the smile, the shyness. Um, and I do wish I could get that back again. Because 
the feeling of freedom was just incredible. And then we grow up and everything changes. That's the most beautiful quote to me. My name is Rebecca Hassam, and I'm currently from Langley, BC. I am a published author of four novels. Three come from a vampire trilogy called Victoria First Bite series that um, are all based in Fort Langley, basically, is the backdrop. And one is a book of poems that I wrote when I was younger and got it published many years later. My new book that I'm very excited about is coming out this year, and it's called Fallen Petals. It's a book about a young girl who's comes away from a bad home life situation. She ends up finding a new family, a new group of friends that love her and really just finds hope where she didn't have any. Um, my intention with this is really to show that there's always hope. This is actually a very a book that's got a lot of truth in it from my life. However, I put it in a fictionalized um, characters in order to kind of protect the not so innocent. Um, obviously, I always want to entertain when I write my books. I hope that the um, readers will get lost in my world of imagination and also come away feeling that they have hope in whatever situation they are dealing with. Um, I'm somebody who doesn't get a lot of writer's block. My biggest challenge with writing is time. I run a busy equestrian center and have a family and I find finding the time to write is very challenging. However, um, my most of my inspiration comes is from doing mundane tasks. I was gardening in my garden back when I came up with the idea of fallen petals. Basically came from fallen petals off my rose bushes and inspired me to write a poem. And then the next day came up with this whole outline for the book that I would finally um, write that you're going to read or if you want, read this year. Um, and then I find mucking out stalls is fantastic for getting um, ideas flowing in your mind. Just again, monotonous tasks tend to me always spark imagination and um Almost every time, it's, some, it's a time when I don't actually have time to actually deal with it. So I do a voice memo or I'll put notes in my book so I don't lose that idea. I'd love to encourage other people who are writing to just keep going. Be like Nike, just do it. Um, don't plan to plan, just start going. I personally don't have a storyboard when I write my books. I kind of write them like the reader reads them. I actually don't know what's going to happen next until it gets revealed to me. So basically just start. And I would also encourage you, my for me anyways, I don't reread what I've written at the beginning because chances are I won't like it. Um, let the story develop, let the characters develop, and then go back and reread it. And you can tweak and edit. You can always edit, but at the beginning, just put it out there, just doing it. So that's the biggest thing. The only difference with me and other people is literally that I've done it. Um, and I'd like to say also that um, basically have people around you that are cheering you on. That basically makes a huge difference as well. Um, one of my favorite expressions is from C.S. Lewis just saying, you're never too old to dream a new dream or set a new goal. I didn't realize I had a goal of getting on Audible until the lovely Rika introduced me to that. And now I'm excited to say that I have my books on Audible. Um, my other um, saying that I say is dream big, why not? Because why not you? If I can do this um, for somebody that doesn't have a big educational background, and I do have dysgraphia among some other learning challenges, and if I'm able to write four books and be working on other ones, you can too. So dream big, why not you? Hello to the Rika Mansing audience. My name is Jason B. Kendrick of jasonbkendrick.com. I am an author, speaker, coach, and co-host of the Mad Men of Masculinity podcast, which can be found on YouTube and Facebook, 
As an author, I have written It's Not Your Life, It's You, A Layman's Guide to the Power Perspective, and It's Not Your Life, It's You, Book 2, A a Deeper Journey into the Power Perspective. I've also been a part of two anthology projects, Breakdown to Wake Up, curated by Jocelyn Bellows and Don Bates, as well as our newest project, The Seven Secrets of Modern Dating, A He Said, She Said Guide to Getting from Single to Spouse which just hit number one in seven categories on Amazon, and you can find that on paperback or uh, ebook as well. I'd like to highlight my first book, It's Not Your Life, It's You, A Lame's Guide to the Power Perspective. This book is all about getting your mindset out of victimhood, moving from victim to empowered by shifting your mindset and looking at your life through a point of choice. What if you chose your parents? What if you chose your environment? What if you chose to have the experiences that you had to make you who you are today. And if you can use your inert power perspective to change your mindset to a point of choice, you can turn your experiences into superpowers. They can become the things that make you unique and the things that you bring to the world. As far as writer's block goes, any author knows you suffer with writer's block. For me, my best tips are to do your own editing during the writing process. Because I, every time I get into my writing and I want to edit or reread or just go through, it gets the juices flowing as I'm changing words or misspellings. Also, if you're not sure that you can get past the 97% of people who never finish or publish their books, start maybe with an anthology. Get with a group and become best-selling authors together. You'll have that accountability. It's more fun and you have other people to do these things with and uh, get your book out there to the world. As far as my favorite quote, uh, my favorite quote goes something like this. Courage is knowing it's going to hurt and doing it anyway. But so is stupidity. And that's why life is hard. So choose wisely. Hello, everyone. My name is Yvonne Duma, and I live in beautiful Abbotsford, BC, in in Canada. I'm the author of the book, Reframe, How to Change Your Conversations to Resolve Those Messy Conflicts. I wrote Reframe mostly for women in the workplace. However, many of the tools inside are for anyone dealing with conflict in their lives. I covered the question, what is conflict? Why so much conflict? Assumptions, having difficult conversations, personality difference, and so much more. I wrote this book because I have so much passion in helping people to get along. I want my readers to know that there are ways of resolving conflict that do not include yelling, slamming doors, vicious words, or more subtly, giving the silent treatment or walking around angrily. One of the best ways I kept up with writer's block was to allow myself the space when it hit. I went for a walk, did a load of laundry, or just simply stayed in the sunshine and sat in the sunshine for a while. The reason I kept writing my book is because I was so passionate about what I do. I help my readers think before they say something that will have a negative impact on the other person. I help them to think about the other person's perspective, to understand the other person's point of view on a situation and that it could be very different than yours. I help you to understand the tone of your voice and your words and your body language and how much that affects the communication. I end my brief introduction with a, with a quote. Courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. Thank you so much. If you would like to order your copy of Reframe, please go to 
the Duma, sorry, dumaleadership.ca. That is Duma spelled D-O-U-M-A leadership.ca. Happy reading. Hi, this is Dr. Kuresha Dawood, author of Stirring the Pot, which has recently been published by Penguin Random House South Africa. I'm coming to you from the beautiful coastal city of Durban, which is where my book Stirring the Pot is based. It takes place in an apartment block and documents the lives of the Muslim women employers and their domestic workers, which is quite an interesting and unique relationship in the South African context. And it looks at their relationship through the events of a Ramadan, a wedding, um, a theft, and ultimately a love story. And it's quite humorous and heartwarming. And because food is such an integral part of the Durban culture and identity, after every chapter, there's a recipe that's easy to follow and that allows readers to experience the same aroma and tastes that our characters experience. And I wrote the book because my master's thesis was based on the relationships between madams and their maids in inverted commas. Um, And I loved that thesis so much and the character so much that I couldn't just let it sit on an academic bookshelf and gather dust. I wanted it to live and breathe and I wanted the characters to be memorable. Yes, sometimes we are affected with writer's block when we are exhausted creatively. And so for me, I love to paint or cook or play with my son and do something that connects me with my inner child. And then I am inspired in that way to write again. One of my favorite quotes is that success all depends on the second letter and the second letter of success is you and we do experience rejection letters. Sometimes we are our own worst enemies and so it's up to us to be kinder to ourselves, recognize our talent and always try again in order to make your dreams come true. Hello, Rika's readers and listeners. My name is Mark Kitto and I'm from the United Kingdom. I've written a couple of books, both about China. One's called China Cuckoo, and one's called That's China. They're both, of course, for sale on Amazon and on audio, narrated by me. The book I'd like to highlight for this podcast is China Cuckoo, whose full title is How I Lost a Fortune and Found a Life in China. I wanted to tell a story of how you can get knocked down and pick yourself back up again in all sorts of places and situations. And I had a very personal and relatively dramatic story of how that happened. And it has a true uplifting conclusion. I have a very simple trick for getting around writer's block. It is so easy. I just keep writing. It doesn't matter if it's rubbish. It doesn't matter if it's bad English, if it's totally off the point of what I'm trying to write or achieve what I'm writing, just keep writing. The secret to certainly to great creative writing is to release your subconscious. And you can only do that by getting on with the physical act of writing. The motivation for finishing China Cuckoo, well, There's one very simple motivation. As it says in the subtitle, I'd lost a fortune and I needed to earn some money. That is a great motivator. I'm pleased to say that I did get a nice advance. 
and even some royalties. I don't have a single favourite quote. I have a favourite thought when I'm writing, and that is that whatever I'm doing, it has got to change people, to change people's conceptions, ideas, mind, or just simply make them think. Whatever you do when you write, it must create change. Of course, we want it to be for the good. Hey, everybody, this is Fruk Syed. I live in Vancouver, BC, Canada. I'm the author of the book, Stolen Dreams. This book is my story. It's the journey of a South Asian kid growing up in South Vancouver and dealing with bullying, racism, and eventually getting into a gangster lifestyle. This book, I feel, will be a Bible for any parent, guardian, student, and the community as a whole, because it's written from a gangster's point of view. Through my eyes, I explain in simple terms, not textbook complicated, and I promise everybody will take away something. You will relate to my experience in some way or another. You will learn the signs of children getting involved in the wrong crowd. You will see the signs of drug usage and hopefully catch it in time. This book took me roughly 17 years to write. I started writing it in prison, but one thing or another always stopped me from writing writing for a while. Whether it was a depression or a death of family members over the years, uh, my friends started getting murdered through gang violence. And it took me time to heal and move on. And if that was bad enough or traumatic enough, I found out that I had Parkinson's which in one way explained a lot of why I was feeling so ill and shaking and everything that went with Parkinson's. But I knew I had to move on and finish this book. Uh, but once, So one day I'm sitting there listening to the radio and this song comes on. Uh, and then I heard the same song later that day and I took it as a message. The song was so powerful and emotional. It took me on a roller coaster of emotional feelings, memories, and thoughts. It was like it was like everyone I loved that had passed on and was on the other side was reaching out to me through this through this one song. Uh, the song was the it was called Stormy by Classic Four, and later that day I had heard it again, but this time it was the same song Stormy, but it was Santana singing it. And that's when I told myself, this is it. This, this has got to be a sign. I have to. The words were so powerful in that song that I had to complete my book. For me, this was it. I had to get my message out, and I had to get my message across to those that were struggling with gangs and violence and everything that went with it. So I guess my, my takeaway message today here is we must we must learn to release our guilt, and we have to learn to forgive. You can find me on www.stolendreams.ca. I'm also on Amazon under Stolen Dreams, but with my name next to it. Thank you. My name is Mpotsukudu in South Africa. I'm an integrative and functional nutrition dietitian with an interest in sustainable and culturally appropriate diets. I co-authored Eating, Lose Weight, Gain Health and Find Yourself with Dr. Anna Trapido, a food anthropologist. We wrote the book because we realized that many South Africans spend valuable time and effort scanning the globe for the latest exotic ways to lose weight and gain health. So often, they do not know or forget that Southern African traditional culinary practices such as Asian grains, low GI, organic, free-range, vegetarian diets 
nose-to-tail fermenting foraging are at the forefront of international trends. These are practices that our grandmothers used without the science and nutritional knowledge and they are still relevant and needed today. I don't have writer's block. I had time pressures because I was running a full-time dietetics practice. Anna and I are both nosy. We look into people's pots to see what they are cooking and that gives us the story of who they are. So this fun activity ate up a lot of the time at the beginning until we realized that we were behind schedule. Anna is a brilliant writer. I would write the science information and she would ask me stupid questions to make it simpler for the readers. We also had an agent who put us on a tight schedule. And also because we had received an advance from the publisher's quivetry, we had to make the book work. My favorite quote is by Picasso. It says, inspiration exists, but it has to find you waking. Hello everyone. My name is Paul Sidhu. I'm a Canadian author from Vancouver, British Columbia. My book is called Broken Turban. It weaves together true stories from first-generation Sikhs and exposes never-talked-about real-life stories from first-generation migrant families, the hardships and struggles they experience while in this process of selling in a new foreign land. My message in this book is for migrant families to accept and embrace this new foreign land and join the multicultural society from everyone and every person, regardless of background and race, to open up their arms, to leave some sort of traditional values behind and roots behind because this is your new country now and everybody's welcome here. My writing blog for is when I when I write is for a couple of weeks, sometimes I can't write, is not put pressure on yourself, relax and don't worry. And when you start writing, for me especially, it's like taking a bite of a chocolate bar. I'm going to eat the whole thing and then just can't stop writing for like three, four days, eight hours a day, 10 hours a day. And it goes on like that. And for myself, the greatest quote for me is from one of the greatest American authors that I think live us today is Ernest, Ernest Hemingway. His quote is, every man's life ends the same way. It is only the details of how he lived and how he died that distinguish from one man to another. This is so very true. Everybody's going to die one day. So you might as well go after your dreams, be ambitious, and don't let nothing stop you. And love yourself. And you know what? Life is short. Thank you very much. appreciate this. And my book is called Broken Turban. It's available on Amazon. And God bless. Hello, beautiful people of the world. My name is Happy Beans. I live on Mother Earth, and the country name is Canada. And the name of my book is The Pathway to a Positive Mental Attitude. I share how I was parentless to homeless to achieve the most luxurious thing I dreamt about and achieve them happily. My humble message to all the listeners and readers is to first write in your book or a journal. Who are you? What do you want this year in your personal life and professional life? What will you do when you get or reach your life purpose or a goal? To whom do you want to share and why and how long? If you already know this permanent answers, then congratulations. You fall in the top 5 or 10 percent people in the world. If you don't know these, try this please and you can become more successful very soon. 
That's it. This is a super simple magic that works every time and everywhere. If you take action and continue action towards your written purpose or a goal, no hidden secret to get fooled around. Please read my book or any book more than three times. Mark the right words or sentences that make sense to you and happily apply them to your daily lifestyle. I kept my happiness motive behind finishing my book so that other could become more happier and more successful. My childhood favorite quote is, treat each person as the most important person on Mother Earth and protect the trees, animals, and Earth. You can happily gift, donate, or order my autograph book from www.happybins.com. H-A-P-P-Y-B-A-I-N-S dot com. Act happily and you will become happiest. Thank you. Hello, EMDQ Power Podcast. This is Dr. Carl D. Wilson, Jr., one-time international best-selling author, four-time best-selling author. I love writing books to inspire the world. My biggest reason for writing books is to encourage and empower our next generation of young authors and co-authors. My favorite quote is by Maya Angelou, phenomenal. Phenomenal you are. That means all of us are phenomenal, phenomenal in everything that we do in life as long as we keep God in our path and have faith, we can accomplish anything. Hi, it's Jamila Ramjawan, an academic from South Africa. Thank you, Rika, for the opportunity to be on your podcast, especially to share on this important day. Being a multiple published author is not just about making information and content available. It's about impacting the reader by improving focus, memory, empathy, and communication skills. Most importantly, inspiring and motivating others. We write, you read, to improve your mental health and to learn new things to help you succeed in your well-being. Reading is important because it develops our thoughts, gives us endless knowledge and lessons, while keeping our minds active. My stories that I have published tells everybody about my personal journey, and that is how I overcame death when I lost my husband at a young age, having to bring up my two children. That's a little bit about me. To all the incredible authors, well done. Keep writing. As Samuel Johnson says, a writer only begins a book. A reader finishes it. Take care. Hello, fellow authors and readers. My name is Krish Gavinder, and I am from the sunny city of Durban, South Africa. So far, I've written and published six books, For today, I'm going to talk about one of my award-winning books called Finding My Family. The book is about a very successful entrepreneur that lives in Durban. He assumes that his success is all because of him, but when he gets invited back to his old school, his real family history is revealed to him, and he learns about the many sacrifices his parents made so that he can be successful. I write because I want to promote the culture of reading. I think that readers are leaders and I would love to see more young people reading. Quite a few people have asked me 
how do I cope with something like writer's block? For me, I just go out and get some open space. I have a Maltese poodle and we go to the park and we play fetch or we go for a stroll on the beach and enjoy the fresh air and wide open space. And when I come back, I feel more refreshed and my creative juices start flowing again. The person that inspires me the most is my mum. She is my superhero. My advice to new authors is to just keep writing. Write the next sentence. And when you put a few sentences together, you would soon have a paragraph. Put a few paragraphs together and you will have a page. Put a few pages together and then you will have a chapter. And if you put 10 or so chapters together, you will have your book ready for publication. My favorite quote is what some people call the golden rule in life. And it is, try not to do things to others that you would not like them to do to you. And finally, I'd like to thank Rika Mansing for this initiative and for compiling this podcast. I wish you all well and keep your fingers typing. Much love, Krish Govinda. Thank you so much, authors. I'm so grateful to you all for sharing your messages and making time to be on my podcast. I'm sure listeners loved hearing you as much as I enjoyed compiling this and learning from you too. In life, we all have something about ourselves that we want to improve on, change or accomplish. Just remember that you are the author of your own novel and can write your own story. Your chapter 7 will be different from somebody else's chapter 17. Only compare yourself with yourself, the person who you were yesterday and to the highest version you aim to be in future. Just remember, small steps in the right direction is far more important than speed. Line by line, paragraph by paragraph, choose your life adventure and healthy diet for your mind, fill it with love, kindness, empathy, and compassion. Keep going, keep turning the pages, creating these wonderful chapters of your life. And if you go through a bad chapter, that's okay. Read between the lines, keep learning and growing. It doesn't mean it's the end of your book. Always believe that the story does get better. As Dolly Parton says, if you want the rainbow, you gotta put up with the rain. So listeners, as you hear the end of this episode, know that today is the first day of your new book. Remember to embrace your individuality. Your unique self is actually your superpower to create something extraordinary. So keep writing, keep journaling and keep reading. Thank you for tuning in to EMDEQ Power. If you found this episode helpful, do subscribe to my podcast and share. I always love to hear from you. You can reach me on my website, www.rikadiet4wellness.com or email info at rikadietforwellness.com to book a virtual consult. My book, The Empowered Mind Diet Equation, is available worldwide on all platforms and the audiobook is available on audible.com. Stay tuned for more episodes to help you eat well, think well, feel well and rewire your brain. 
with love and virtual hugs. Rika.